Hey guys, what's good? What's popping? What's popping? Hmm, brand new witch just hopped in. I'm a bit excited today, guys. Like, it's mad. Today is the last day. I'm. A, this is kind of a thing, yeah, where I'm documenting what is going on for me. This time, like, 2020 is going to be one of them years, bruv, that everyone's going to know in history. Like, I was alive, like, I can tell my grandkids this, bro. Like, I was alive when COVID-19 was about, George Floyd died, Breonna Taylor died, everyone on the road was not having a bar of it, Boris Johnson was acting like an idiot, and everyone was going through loss, and it was peak. Chadwick Boseman, some of the greats passed away, Kobe Bryant passed away. I forgot everything that's happened. They're trying to implement vaccines, we've had two lockdowns people haven't gone to school like i forget i just i'm gonna give you like a minute to just process all of that because i feel like even in the whole year and everything that's happened i don't think everybody has had time to properly process that <clears throat> excuse me but like i don't think everyone has genuinely had time to process that like it's been a very frustrating yeah i'll be real like when first lockdown first hit yeah I was kind of like, whoa, I'm home educated anyway as it is. So school wasn't a problem. That was not a problem. But it was just like my extracurricular activities and like getting to see my friends and stuff. I was panicking, bro. Um, So I was just like, wow. And then it hit. Like, I feel like two months in or whatever, it properly hit, bro. Like house party was popping off. House party was popping off, bro. And then there would just be these people on there, just random people that you could just tell were very bored um, and just add you for no reason. Um, a lot of fun. But, yeah, it was just... It was a bit mad. I'd be so raw, like, it was a bit mad. And it hit me, like, I would be crying. I would just be like, wow, like, we are in a lockdown. This has never happened to me in my life. Like, I don't think this has happened in, like, ever. Like, I don't know. When, when has there been a global lockdown, bro? For... What? Like, it's just so sudden and it's just like, it just shows you, though. I think the biggest thing it has shown is how that you need to be independent and you can't rely on the government or anybody for your education, for your financial security, for your, um, you know, your livelihood and your wellness and everything about your life. Like, you can't rely on anybody else for that apart from you. Like, you really genuinely can't. Like, you absolutely can't. And I'll be real, this year has brought a lot of adversity. There's a lot of things I haven't done this year that would have probably happened if we wasn't in a global pandemic. And Boris Johnson wasn't, you know, obviously I'm in the UK for anyone that's listening to this. But yeah, like, he's just been acting like a bit of a, he's a bit of a bit of madman, you know what I'm saying? He's just, he's just like, he put everyone in the naughty corner for like six months. We had a, an amazing summer, you know. That was that was good. We got let out for summer. It wasn't that great, but yeah, we got to do that. Then all over again. Nope. That the minute that you think everything's going to be cool, I probably sound so out of breath. But the minute that you think everything's gonna be jiggy, like it's calm now, like we've had a summer, like we're gonna have fun, we're gonna get lit. Then it's like no, no, psych. Where you going? You get it? And it's just like really frustrating. And I feel like I'm gonna give my thoughts personally as a young person. I'd be so real. Like I feel like at first I felt at a certain point like what is the like what is the point? Because like, I feel like everyone's clocked on to kind of their their ways. You get it? Like it's not no simply cut out. Like 
at first everyone was genuinely scared there was like nobody's touching nobody like don't touch me like i remember back in march my, my birthday's march 18th like i didn't have a birthday party because of this pandemic i was sitting in my yard i was sitting in my yard and i was just like <laughs> you just took my 50th birthday away from me and it was literally by the skin of my teeth because i left it to like a weekend to like plan everything i made my friends we were just gangster with it we was like we'll go there in a mask we're gonna do it no matter what and it was literally until the place itself that we was planning to go told us like you can't come in here like did we stop but that's the you know good thing about having ride or dies but like i didn't have a birthday because of this and like i remember going to places the last little scruggles of like going anywhere and like everyone we was just joking about it or whatever and we was like oh yeah this pandemic like we knew nobody knew what was happening i remember all my friends like it was no hugs or nothing bro it was just like little it was just foot tapping and elbowing you get it not elbowing in the ribs guys but like you know what i mean i'm not gonna make myself sound stupid but um yeah and then it's just to think of the place that we're actually in now like everyone knows that a lot of it i think personally is a bit of a farce like and they're just trying to it's just for i feel like a lot of it is based on control and money because like healthcare services like think about how many billions of pounds that generates and stuff like that so i feel like a lot of it is structured and a lot of people are like these conspiracy theories like everyone at first thought it was 5g towers that was killing us off and then the numbers were rigged for starters people and then everyone was like oh my days and then now they're trying to force a vaccine on us and you can't go nowhere you can't live your life anymore i'm like who do these people think they are but like i'm just telling everyone out there like get do you because i'd be so raw if you let this get to your head like you'll turn yourself mad like i'd be real like during this like the first lockdown that there was from like march until like june time messed with my head it messed with my head and my mental health. I was just like, it's just the same people in my heart, like every like every day, and you you can't go out, you can't talk to it. Like it was literally like so regimented, like and strict. But now, when it was like the second bit of the lockdown, like everyone was just walking around, didn't they? Think they didn't really care too tough. Now people aren't even wearing masks. Like people don't care too tough because people realize that how it's real. Like people have been dying from like the you know so-called pandemic but i personally believe that's from like underlining health issues and stuff like that like i don't personally i'm not gonna say i send my condolences to anyone's family that has you know passed away i generally do believe that like it is not cool that people have been you know passing away from this and i know people have family members and stuff like that um but no man they've they they did something and it's it's just messed with everybody and i feel like this year's crazy like They've trying to throw so much on us. Like, if you bring it back to, like, February time. And the first thing that happened this year, like, I was so excited for this year. And I was like, 2020 is it. It's a new decade. Like, that's mad. Like, it's a new decade. And then the first thing we hear is the legendary Kobe Bryant. Like, I play basketball myself. He's a legend. Like, I was so shocked. I remember, like, being told. I remember my dad telling me. And I was just like, Wow. Uh, you just have to be grateful for life and it was crazy because that day um i actually played um i played two numbers um when i play for my team and i play number four first of all but the other number i think i play is i that i got to play i think it was was like number eight or something like that wait let's check let's check let's check people i'm gonna check 
But, um, yeah, it basically was the same number. Like, it was the night before I played a basketball game. And then the day I woke up, like, I literally played in Kobe's number. Basically, one of Kobe's numbers. It was a long time ago now, so forgive me for not remembering. But, remembering, can I speak, lol? But, yeah. And then the day, the next day that I woke up, like, I was like, he passed away. And it literally just took me back. I was just like, raw, like... That is so crazy. That is absolutely crazy. You just have to be so grateful for life. Yeah, it was number eight, guys. It was number eight that I played in. Looking back at, you know, pictures and stuff like that. But, yeah, I played in number eight. I played in Kobe's number. And ever since that happened, like, it was just coincidental because things had changed up with my team or whatever. That I always wore the number eight. And it just hit me different because I would just always think about it. I would just be like, the legend and his daughter as well. And then I saw, like, so many things of like it being planned and stuff like that and it was just really disturbing like when i hear things like that especially to do with people passing away and ascending and then becoming ancestors and you know just passing away generally and especially his daughter that just really hurt me like she's like these people are like roughly our age like there's real people that have been affected by this real people that she knew like imagine that being one of my friends on my basketball team or something like that and knowing that they like that would tear me to pieces and even obviously not knowing Gigi and Kobe Bryant personally it's just like it really really hurt and it just really got me emotional and got me in a state where I was just like you have to be grateful for life it just really did vex me at the same time and it was like all the things I saw of kind of it being planned and stuff like that um I'm gonna leave everyone to their own opinions of everything but he did pass away and he was a legend and was a great and it back in february that wasn't this that was just the start we was just getting started over here then we hit march and then it's a global pandemic and numbers are rising and everyone has to stay in a national lockdown for six months and everyone was like nah like hoping for the best like hoping this will end soon all the way from March, all the way from June. So think about that, March, April, May, June. To about four months, guys. I'm exaggerating a little bit. But it felt like six months, man. For all my people out there listening to this, it felt like for like six months. It really did. And it was felt like a big chunk of my life that I just never really got to experience as at 15. Like I turned 15, didn't even get to celebrate with the people I love and so on and so forth and my friends. And then uh, it was just like a big chunk I just spent at home. At first, I was really productive, but then it just started hitting me, like, the fact that it's just, like... I feel like it made everyone feel really alone, even though we were all going through the same thing. It's just, like, you just had to stay strong no matter what because that'd be real affected my mental, like, health and how I thought of everything. That just freedom, like, the freedom to just do the simple things in life, the freedom to just... Like, I love people so much, and I'm the kind of person that will give out hugs, like, I just love people. That's the kind of person I am. Like, I miss the simple things in life. Like, I miss hugs. I miss seeing people. I miss cracking jokes with my brothers. I miss that, the weird things that we'd see when we're out. We just, you know, just making the most of life and just really enjoying people's presence and the people that you love. And, like, while we couldn't even see those people, greats had passed away. Like, Pop Smoke had passed away. Chadwick Boseman, the absolute legend who fought cancer for how many years while he was doing all these amazing things and i feel like 2020 has just said to me you know what make your mark with everything you're doing kenya you're here for a purpose everybody has their own purpose 
um there's a movie i watched and it's called soul and it was made by disney and it came out very recently and i watched it and i was it was like that was so deep for me it was just like wow like you it was just basically saying the point of that you have a purpose here and your purpose isn't to just do the same thing every day even though there might be something that you genuinely enjoy and you think is your purpose that doesn't necessarily mean that's what you're fulfilled and meant to do it's the small things in life and passing on your legacy. So this guy loved piano and he was talented at piano and he thought, that's okay. If I get my dream job and I do that and I fulfil that despite what everybody thinks of me, then that's me living my life. But are you truly living? Or are you just doing the same thing again and again every day until you get bored of it? And, you know, he was on a journey with another quote-unquote soul. I recommend everyone to go watch the movie and they just found out that it was really the small things in life and just being childlike and not childish and just really not, you know, having any boundaries, just using your imagination, just being playful, joyous, loving, caring and just not overcomplicating things, seeing the simplicity in life and just enjoying life. And I feel like that was such a touching thing for me considering, like, everything that's happened this year, like, as as we get older, like, when I was younger, you know, you used to believe everything and you just was, like, had a certain, like, way about you that was just loving, caring, genuine and just, like, you just wanted to have fun and you just wanted to see the simplicity in life and it was just innocence. But, like, as we get older, we realise some of the realities of the world and we just get so pressured into trying to survive and exist, you know, with financial, like, limitations and stuff like that, especially as a black person. I could say that firsthand, living in an all-black family and knowing people. Like, we just get so, you know, locked down with all the limitations of, like, life and just knowing that we have to do this and we have to do that. But I read something and it was like, why not be a child with responsibilities? You know what I mean? Like, as you get older, obviously, there's responsibilities that come with, you know, getting older and maturing. But don't let that take away from your innocence, creativity, imagination, all those things in life. That's when you're truly living. Like, I feel like the true purpose in life is to just genuinely be happy and just live, laugh, love. Like, that's just it. It's the simple things in life. It really, really is. And I can't emphasise that enough. So, in reflection of this year, with everything that's happened, with and then there's and then there's black lives matter let's just talk about that for one minute now i suggest that every single person that is so-called you know with the black lives matter movement black lives do matter it angers me the level of respect that we are you know just automatically given by white people by white police officers and on the account of racism simply due to the color of my skin as a young person i have experienced racism at school i have experienced racism when i'm out it's something that you can't run away from because it's something that simply exists now i appreciate every single person that has dedicated their life we have leaders of the world like you know when you learn about history you think about the malcolm x's the martin luther king's the frederick Douglasses, the rosa parks all those people that took initiative to make change but now i think to myself patrice lumumba there's so many people do your research because you know knowledge yourself is you know allows you to know yourself and learn about yourself and learn know your greatness know your worth everything like that and don't think because these people want to be racist towards you or people want to be racist towards our race and our community that that makes us any less than we shouldn't live up to these derogatory and you know 
things that are going to make us feel that we're less than no we are not less than we are powerful people and we deserve to be treated as so not to be treated no different from some of the like some of the you know attitudes and ways that people even act in and from racism is similar to ways of slavery if you really genuinely think about it it's the same thing like but just a modern day version of it and that might sound extreme to a lot of people yeah but not a lot of black people have their own banks not a lot of black people have their own you know can survive off of their own i found some facts this is factual i am you know i feel the need to educate every person um where i can a a pound in the community, in the black community, I'm referencing a pound, obviously, because I am from the UK. A pound in the black community only lasts six hours. I'm going to repeat that again. A pound in the black community only lasts six hours. Whereas in Jewish, European and Asian, they last from anywhere between 15 to 28 to 30 days. And I think the smallest is, I think, the European, it lasts about a week. Then, like, we have Asian communities where it lasts 20 days. And then I think Jewish, like, that around that age, um, I mean, that um, bracket, that's how it lasts. But I know for a fact that the pound within the black community only lasts six days. So we are obviously not reliant on ourselves completely. I'm reliant on other communities for our wealth, for our health for everything where do you know a a, like a hospital that is completely black owned or run by us where do you know a completely um black owned bank run by us for us that is used on multiple of them where do you know any like law firms or schools colleges universities offices buildings land that is owned by us we are a people that after much oppression and continuous oppression are not able to provide for ourselves or have things for us by us and that's what i think needs to be created with this whole black lives matter black lives matter but you know what racism is something that i believe can always exist because when you have hate for another people i think it's very hard to get rid of that um and white police officers and everyone that chooses to be racist towards us i believe that hatred comes from fear so if we united and stood together as a people there's always those people that you know police officers that are going to come and try and abuse us and protesters for simply standing up and speaking up about things i think this year has been one of those years where people have chosen to really unite and come together and speak about it all but now as we approach the end of this year, I don't hear many people talking about Black Lives Matter as much as it or as much as it was thrown in my face around summertime, I would say. I know companies such as Forever Family that have been fighting for this, people I know within the community here in the UK. Um, but I just think we need to be able to be very militant and have for ourselves like if you think about who owns police stations, who owns who's the government run by who are banks run by, hospitals, health services, insurances, everything you think of are not run by black people. Let's just be honest, are not run by brown people. They are owned by Europeans. They are. 
And you have to think about why that is. And you have to think about how that affects people's lives, how that affects people's families, how that affects people's children, how that affects people's grandchildren. The same things that were happening in the 50s and the same things that were happening in the 80s or the 60s about black people being killed by the hands of the police... Only because maybe it might have been worse back then and things like lynching and that would have gone on. Don't mean that it's any different because I still see I still see on my television, on my phone, as a young person, people still being killed. So what's gonna change? I don't I think it's more than protesting. I think it's more creating for ourselves. You see people like Rosa Parks and Martin Luther King that have done things like boycotting. We're still we're still giving these Europeans money. We're still doing that. We're still reliant on them and we're still funding them. So it's for us to do something like boycott because they can see all the signs that they want. But that racist white police officer that's standing there or the other racist white police officers that are sitting down at home watching this protesting on their TV, they don't care. They will still go about their business and know that they are cool because they have things provided for themselves by their own communities. And every other community that is not them, they don't have to worry about. That's just the reality of the world. And I feel that it's very imperative that I speak on this. And I'm kind of here to just give my views on 2020 as a whole. Um, a lot of people can see it negatively, but these are just some of my views. So with the whole Black Lives Matter thing, I encourage people to even do their research. Because if you look at Black Lives Matter and you go on the Black Lives Matter website and you do your research into who it is going back into, who is that money, all the donations, every single thing that is going back into the Black Lives Matter movement is going back to European companies. Do your research. Don't take my word for it. And you probably hear me speaking with a lot of passion because especially as a young person, this frustrates me because I think about our future. I think about being my brother, my uncle, my people that I know friends and stuff being stopped by the arms of the police and possibly their lives being at risk and our livelihood being at risk because we are not in control of it we can never be in control or control or stop the racism that is going on in the world but we can control what we choose to do and how we choose to impact our community so that's why i rate things on a positive note like black pound day a day where, you know, first Saturday here in the UK, the first Saturday of every month is Black Pound Day, where you simply go and spend with black businesses, you send your receipt, I mean, you um take a picture of your receipt and your proof of purchase, and you'd be like, I tagged at this business, tag this business on Instagram, um, hashtag Black Pound Day. And you're getting, spreading the word out there and making the Black Pound bounce, because like I said, it only lasts six hours in our community. So the great um, Swiss, the rapper, um, do your research, like I said, created that. And I think that's very powerful, and that is a start. But I feel like it even shouldn't even just be Black Pound Day. It should be Black Pound Week. It should be Black Pound Month. It should be Black Pound Year. Why are we not feeling the need? The Jewish communities spend within themselves and they own boroughs or they dominate boroughs here in the UK or in London, shall I say. The Chinese, your, um, uh, Asian community do it. So what? And the European community definitely do it. They are seem to be like at the top. And why is that? Um, so I think it's important that we start spending in our own. And even people that are outside of the black community speak up about these things because if it's only black people speaking up about it the oppressed speaking about it we are not um you know seen in the light that we should be we are seen as less than we are seen as not deserving and that we're 
you know, all of these stereotypes come with being black as a whole. And I know it firsthand being a young person, knowing that there are black boys that are stereotyped to be thugs, gangsters, violence, all of that. But that only comes out of circumstance because half of the time you say, okay, black boys and these they're drug dealers and so on and so forth. But half the time, that's why I, f- I rate movies like The Hate You Give. This kind of goes into it. Like, just trying to provide for their families and circumstances, the lack of education and mindset that's not been there or not been given in the first place do you know what i mean so it's important that we start to provide for ourselves and people outside of the black community start speaking up about these things so that's my views on black lives matter but back on saying that um in terms of the black lives matter organization as a whole it's important that you do your research because not a lot of people know, but if you know, I have nothing. Hey, let me look. See, this is going to start getting quite controversial. Controversial? Yeah? Can I speak? Cool. Yeah, because this is going to go into the realms of LGB, the LGBTQ community. I know there's a lot of letters involved. The LGBTQ element. I, I don't know, okay? Personally, I have my own views on that. I'm not going to speak on that because let's just say my views on it. I have a right to have a view on it. It's not something that I personally agree with. But besides that being the case, um, life and the bringing forth of life and the nature of a family is something that always should be appreciated and it's something that always should be, you know, we should be aiming to reflect. We shouldn't be aiming to reflect broken homes, kids with no dads, kids with no mums, split up families, emotional trauma. We shouldn't be normalising that, whether that is in an Asian family, whether that is a white family, I don't care whose family, but more importantly, in a black family. So now, if you go, you can do this yourself, right, right now as I'm speaking, if you go to the Black Lives Matter website, like I said, it the money is going back to European people. Do you research too? Don't take my word for it. Don't take my word for it. If you go to the Black Lives Metal website, then you go to their about page and you see the three lesbian ladies that own the organisation or are in charge of the organisation. It reads that they are against basically the black male, the black family. And they word it in their own way. But I highly recommend everyone to go and read that. Now, I think that's a problem because if you think about every person that has been killed by the arms of the police, they are a part of a family. They had parents. They had a grandmother. I don't know every single circumstance, but I know George Floyd had a daughter and a wife. And that was a black man within a family that has now been taken away from a family yet in the own your own morals within an organization that is meant to be representing that more so if black lives matter so much because we should be trying to maintain positive representations of black families and the black community and not living up to stereotypes yet that's what it says on the website just just for everybody's you know awareness so I'd just like to point that out because for me, black lives matter, my life matters, I matter as a young black 
female. My counterparts matter. And another thing I want to speak on, I don't want to make this too much about Black Lives Matter, but this is kind of just a recap of 2020, including some of my thoughts of things that have happened throughout the year. Now, when um, Europeans want to state that all lives matter, this is why I have a problem with this. I have a problem with you saying that all lives matter because, yes, everybody has been blessed by God to be living, breathing and just living as a whole. Now, do Europeans have racism displayed to them? Other communities, you know, black community, Asian community, we have we have black privilege. Think about this. We must have black privilege. Asians must have Asian privilege. And they are you know experience racism to the point that they are murdered killed harassed ridiculed mocked demonized and many more things i could list and this is not to say and for us to victimize ourselves but be aware of the realities of what is happening white privilege exists a white person can get whatever job they want. They can create for themselves. They know that they own their own banks, schools, hotels, hospitals, and the money within their community, they can build that. You know? They have a certain level of financial security. I'm not saying that is for every person, but that is more common in a community like that. So when we say all lives matter, we are saying as black people that our lives matter because they seem not to matter. Because you think that it is okay to murder or kill someone simply for the colour of their skin and your hatred. When for me, hatred comes from fear. And it all stems and it's down to racism. When you hate another people, that comes out in many different ways. And like I said, back in the 50s, back in the 60s, any time then where people, black people in particular, I'm going to be very honest here, were being killed by the arms of the police and murdered and terrorised and harassed. Yes, all those words. That's happening. But that still happens today. Um, George Floyd is one of the ones where it wasn't something that could be brushed under the carpet and it should never be. But there are so many more names and it happens continuously. And I feel like... They said that, you know, that was the first case or whatever where there was somewhat any justice. But no, there wasn't because the same thing kept on happening. And you saw more and more and more videos in my face of the same thing happening. Not to just adults, but to people my age, to nine year olds, to 15 year olds, 16 year olds, 22 year olds, 50. They don't care. So to say that all lives matter is an inaccurate statement simply because... The European race, the white race, is the only race that has something called white privilege. They are the only people that have that and have control over so much of what happens in the world. They are in control of the media. They are in control of everything that is put in your face and they want to, you know, display their racist, hateful behaviour towards us. And that will, you know, we could either fear it or we could either stand up against it, but even us standing up against it, 
there's consequences that they kind of want to forcefully put there for us for us to be in a place of fear when we should not be able to live in any fear because as a people we can stand strong even if they want to act like that towards us but for me racism never still goes away and with rap you know you can't really say that all lives matter because we are saying black lives matter because they don't seem to matter a black person will be killed no charges no life sentences but if a black person or anything anybody is get caught doing a crime they can get life for that but but murder murder and harassment at the highest level caught on camera there's crimes that are done that are not even like caught on live videotape and people have done life for them but a police officer simply because he's a police officer simply because he is white simply because he has white privilege he is not like there are no consequences for him so i don't even say it's white privilege i say it's more white fantasy and this might be harsh for a lot of people but especially as a young black person this is a reality that a lot of people need to face and like i said it's not just for us black people the ones that are you know this behavior is shown towards to fight up against these things is also for our white counterparts and that's what you're seeing in many of the protests now to stand up against it because if no one's going to check nobody you know what i'm saying then nothing's really going to change you know what i'm saying you can't stop i believe you can't really stop someone from being racist but you can stop from someone from you know changing their mind what they think is acceptable and knowing where you do that you will suffer not because we hate one another but because for everything that happens and for every action there is a reaction so as much as everyone protests i think that it is not just about having signs up but i think it's about unifying and creating for ourselves and nobody should be really out here saying what all lives matter because not everybody out here is getting killed that's like saying that like you're just putting everybody in one box we're not talking about humanity as a whole we're not talking about the asians we're not talking about white people we're not talking about everybody in one category we are talking about black people cuz black people are the ones that have hundreds thousands of cases of them being killed at the arms of the police harassed murdered and more for decades for simply our existence so our existence must seem a threat because like it says in the hate you give you know what i'm saying simply by us existing we're seen as a threat we are continuously seen as a threat so when that is the case we're not saying all lies matter because not everybody's house you know metaphorically now if we speak like this not everybody's houses is getting burnt down black people's houses are getting burned down i'm talking metaphorically in the case of us being killed murdered harassed and we still don't have the same opportunities as these europeans with white privilege that i didn't make that up i recommend um everyone to actually go there's a lady um i quite can't remember her name at this moment um but her i think her name she's a white lady that has basically written a basically like a long long list um or text piece on the kind of benefits of white privilege and how it is a reality and how it affects not only black people but white people too and that the fact that that's there and 
that's a white lady saying that. <laughs> um, it just it just interests me because I think it's something that is known, but a lot of people want to ignore. And in situations where people are being killed by the armed police, Brianna Taylor got shot in her own home. Like, what more does it take to say enough is enough? Like, what does it take? I think that it's not telling the same people that killed us to stop because in their mind, they obviously believe it's okay because they did it in the first place. I didn't question any consequences. Otherwise, they wouldn't have done it. So that's how I think about it. I recommend everyone to do their research and use their voice where they can, but also gain a level of self-reliance and start making the small changes so that they can develop into bigger changes. I'm asking that from grown people out here because it is worrying for me as a young black person to like know that as a reality. I don't feel a sense of security I don't feel, you know, like, even the fact that, like, Europeans could introduce themselves to, like, their children to, like, police officers and be like, oh, hi, that's a police officer. They're there to protect you. No, they're not. They're there to harass you. In my eyes, they're, you know, how it's seen for me and, like, my brother and many of my counterparts is that they're a threat. You don't talk to them and you don't trouble them and you listen to what they say because, you know, it can escalate simply because of the colour of your skin and your existence. And that is just a reality that is faced. So I think in a well, well, I kind of went in depth in that, but that is my views on Black Lives Matter and everything that has happened like during the summer. We know people like John Boyega and many, um, <coughs> excuse me, other kind of um, influential celebrities that kind of spoke up and John Boyega was... One of the main ones, and he even spoke about it. That's why I mentioned what I said about the family um, and the respect for one another and our black males respecting females um, in the way that they should. And this is why it's a big part of my brand and, you know, everything I do. You know, I be like queen things only understanding for everyone out there that we are queens and we deserve to be respected because we you know what we are should be respected in every way possible so yeah that would be my views on black lives matter now to kind of bring it forward now into kind of chadwick boseman and more so of the lockdown the lockdown for me is just a frustrating thing like every time i've tried to make plans to do anything uh hi you know boris helpful very helpful boris johnson comes along and says you know what we have to isolate or we have to be in quarantine or we have to do something that this says because of these so-called numbers and cases that are coming out of nowhere in your face when we had a full summer and we never heard nothing it was kind of like they're letting us out and pleasing us for just to kind of tick a box <laughs> Like, okay, they're not suffering too much. You know what I mean? But I feel like at this day, like, I see so many people out and about, like, with their friends, people going to each other's houses. And like, people don't, I feel like people don't care as much as they used to Um, when it was, like, the beginning of the pandemic. And a lot of people would be like, oh, yes, this is why you are the problem. You know, but I just think the sense of family, love, 
hugs, you know, and enjoying people's presence is just getting so lost. And everyone, I could see it, like, was just being so alienated. Like, everyone just seems, it's kind of like a a new norm, you know what I mean? To just see everyone now with a mask on and just, like, scared to talk to you and just all these weird things that happen on the account of it. And it's just kind of like you wish things could be how they used to be, but... It just makes you, or makes me personally, more grateful for life, I'll be real. I'm still here living and breathing. Um, and that's another question I have to everybody as well, just going into this new year now. Um, I'm wishing every single person out there an amazing, happy new year, man. I feel like it probably is a bit depressing me talking about some of these things, but I feel like... This podcast episode is for one, for me to get it off my chest, but for two, for also to just be like a reflection so I can be like for myself, like in two years time, be like, raw, like 2020 was a mad year. Like that's where your head was at. You know what I'm saying? So as much as I do this for you lot and you listening, I'll also do it for myself at the same time as just points of reflection throughout the year. So, yeah, um... You just have to be grateful for life. And like I said, the question I wanted to say that you have to ask yourself is, are you truly living? Are Are you truly, you know, finding or getting closer to your purpose and expressing yourself in a way that's childlike and free? Like, you have to think about that because even me, I've had to think about that. Just like, you just get locked in this zone of just like technology, like on your phone and just doing what everybody else is doing. And it can just get a bit brain numbing, I'll be real, and make you numb to like feeling emotion and just the freeness i would say of living life here on earth which is a blessing so you have to be very 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 grateful for that so moving on now um obviously we know legends like chadwick have passed and so on and so forth and many things that happen and now coming into the end of the year like we're just like enough is enough Nobody's trying to jinx 2021 because everybody knew that 2020 was like the year. This is going to be my year. It's a new decade. It's a new time. Like, we're going to get it, sis. We're going to get a bag. We're going to live our life. We're going to meet new people. You can hear me clapping my hands a lot. Sorry, guys. But yeah, like, we're going to meet new people. Like, that was me. I'm going to meet new people. I'm going to be lit because I'm going to be 16 on the 18th of March. And now, last year, I didn't get to celebrate my birthday, as you lot all heard. Okay? As you lot all heard. So. You know, I was just like, cool. You know, it was going to be the year. We was going to get down. We was going to party. We was going to enjoy ourselves. But I'm not trying to even trying to jinx 2021. But, you know, I am wishing good for everybody, as I always love to. I want to see so everybody succeed, healthy, happy. Get it. Get it. Do you, sis. Like, come on. Like, come on. We, are, we all deserve it. <laughs> For starters, we all deserve it. Nobody, nobody could ever come and tell me I don't deserve it. After this troubling year, this tr- <laughs> after this troubling year, no one can tell anybody that they deserve deserve everything they want and everything that they are planning to work for. Don't don't think though that you're just meant to. Everything's meant to fall in your lap because that never happens. But. If everyone works hard, stays on track, drinks your water, eat your veggies. You know what I'm saying? Do you know what I'm saying? And it will be a good one. And I'm manifesting that. I don't even like saying that, like, jinxing it or whatever. Yeah, like, 
I'm manifesting it. I don't even like saying that, like, jinxing it or whatever. But you get what I'm saying, and it's all jokes. But, <laughs> but yeah, like, for real, like, I'm wishing and manifesting it to be a very blessed, blissful, enjoyable year. I think everybody deserves it. And I want, if you listen to this, yes, you, to understand you are a queen, understand you are worthy and understand you ain't lonely on this you know road or in this year alone you are loved and you're gonna get everything you deserve trust me you will get everything you deserve with the hard work perseverance determination and you will reach your success sis remember that the real glow up is internal at the end of the day period no cap yes you heard what i said got a lot of energy right now guys right now it's it's new year's eve um as you know already i probably stated that in the beginning of this podcast but for me it's been a good year i'd be real this year i had won an award this was earlier this year before we reached and i said hello and shook hands with the pandemic um i won a coco girl 2020 shining award and that was an amazing thing for me also, I collaborated with Coco Girl magazine, the first ever magazine in the UK made for black girls. And now they're coming out with Coco Teen. Big things coming, big things coming. Um, and yeah, I think I've met quite a few good people as well along my journey. And um, yeah, it's just, I feel like as much as it has been a lot of adversity... I kind of want to focus on some of the good and some of the wins as well, um, you know, because it's important to do that. It's not it's, it's not healthy to constantly be like, oh, yeah, like, this has been a horrible year. And I know it has. We're all aware of it. But try and, even if you're listening to this now, think of one or two things that you are even just grateful for that's happened this year. And I know it's hard. I know it's not easy. I know you might not have something big like what I just said, but... There's always something. Maybe someone you met might have been an adversity that happened that allowed you to grow within yourself. It might, it could have been like one of the smallest things that um, that you're grateful for because obviously we wasn't in lockdown the whole year. I know it's different for people in different countries, but here in the UK at least, we had a summer like you know you got a little time or whatever. Um, even if it was like a fun FaceTime, I don't even know what it is fun time on house party no house party is going to be popping off probably right now <sighs> yeah them ones and you know them weird people bruv that'd be like l2 trappy joined or wants to join no you're not joining my house party i'm locking my room <laughs> that's how i feel sometimes you know what i mean but yeah like there's always something that you can bring from like i'd be real there's a lot of things that I wanted to achieve this year that I haven't, but I feel like you have to just accept that and realise every day that you're waking up breathing is another opportunity. So don't waste it. Like I think one of the biggest lessons I've learned is like don't waste time because once time time is so precious, like I'm getting older now, and I'm just like, raw. like, I wish I could live, relive 14, relive 13, all over again. I wish I could be five again and just start again, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like we're so quick to be like, oh, yeah, we want to grow up. And everyone really might be like, oh, yeah, this is really mature of you to say this, but it's true. Like, 
even if you're listening to this and you're like around my age or whatever like time just goes like i don't wait for nobody no man no woman no chap nobody it doesn't wait for nobody like that's so real like especially as i'm getting older now i'm just like right like, i'm gonna be 16 you know what i'm saying i'm getting my provisional scene I'm like, you get me i'm bossing up i'm doing my thing but like time just left and like the things that you said yeah you'd do tomorrow or the things that you said to yourself like oh yeah i'm gonna do it like and the whole year went and i never done it because you know like sometimes we can just get in our feelings we can just be thing but i have to accept it because i'll be real this year has not been an easy year for a lot of us and it hasn't been an easy year for me i'd be really real great things have come out of it i think i've grown as a person a lot um i've kind of been forced to do that i'll be real you know what i'm saying come out of them childish ways and stuff like that that we can you know build habits of doing especially as teenagers I'm i'm guilty of it but yeah, I've grown within myself and I just kind of want everyone to just try and find one thing that you're grateful for, one achievement, one something, because there's always something. Like, And even if it's one thing, you can say you've done that. Even if it's something small, like I always say to aim high and bat at the highest level possible, you should always be aiming to do that. But there's always one thing that you can say to yourself, like, rah, I did that, you know. 2020 was a mad year like it was moving mad they it was yeah they shagged the whole thing 2020 was a madness i don't know what i want i don't know what kind of judge you get it you could you know what i'm talking about but there's always one thing that you can say to yourself that you did even if it's growth within yourself i feel like everyone's kind of been forced into like maturing growing and realizing certain things like, i want to talk about this that's what we should talk about guys some of my i sound really ill and i'm not but um like i sound really snuffly excuse that but like some of the lessons of 2020 now first one like i said time waits for no man no woman no you get it i learned who job bless no man can curse no i'm joking <laughs> no but that's true as well realize that people people are not all people's thing is i pick up on energy let me just say this now let me just keep this straight let me just keep it straight facts with everyone yeah i pick up i what wow my voice but i pick up on people's energy very much so in it so if your energy's moving a bit mad i'ma say something I'm i'm gonna be like what's going on I know a lot of people like that, guys. And I'm going to tell you this now. Never, ever, 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 ever be afraid to express yourself because you feel away about it. And that's not you being in your feelings. If something's factually happened and it's messed with your words and it don't sit right with you, don't hold your mouth. And I know this might be someone like on here be like, Robert, if I don't hold my mouth, like, it's cuss words are fly out of my mouth. Left, No, not like that. You can be able to, you should be able to articulate yourself in a way that is educated, sophisticated, <laughs> well-mannered. And there's like, my mum always tells me this. There's a difference between being real and rude. So if you're being real with someone and speaking up about something when they're not used to that, they're just used to acting mad. Don't feel no way about that. And friends come and go. 
See that? Friends come and go. That's another lesson. Nothing ever stays the same. It either gets better or worse. So you have to just learn to accept it sometimes because, darling, you're going to be there at 3am in the morning crying about it. And then you're thinking to yourself the next morning, you know what, I could have been living my life. I could have been I could have been dreaming about my, my, my £5 million mansion. Think about it. Think about it. So I learned that people change. Don't be afraid to hold your mouth. When you hold, like, when you hold your mouth, you regret it. You regret it. And then this is where, like, bullying and all of this foolishness that people chat off. No one could bully me. Are you mad? Anyway, everyone could probably tell from now that I'm probably, like, a really violent person. I'm not, guys. I'm not. I just don't like it when people test my patience. That's it. And that's cool. But just being able to stay peaceful in the face of adversity and being able to control yourself and, you know, composure, as Dave says, composure, lads, composure, composure. You need it. It's just, you can't go without it. But, yeah, like, people come and go. You're always going to meet new people, like, eventually. And, like, even if you're, like, around a certain group of people now, like, I know what it's like. Like, you know, you hold on to certain people because you think, raw, like, these are my brethren. These are my ride or dies. Like, all my days, I love these people. Like, I don't think I'll go without them. Then, turns out, moving a bit mad, you have to cut them off. But you hold on still because you think that you're only... You get it. Sometimes you have to let go. And second of all, people will come to you. But, like, patience is a virtue. Like, I'm sounding like some... I'm sounding like my mum right now. I'll be so real. But, yeah, like, you have to be able to practice that. And, like, understand that things change over time so don't like hold on to things because it's unhealthy it's not natural and like i said things always change they either change for the better or they either change for the worse so you have to just be able to accept that sometimes because otherwise you're putting yourself through more than you need to so another thing i would say i learned as well is to um I said that I've already said don't waste time. Time waits for no man, no woman. Speak up if you have to speak up about what you have to speak up about because you have a voice and use it. Being consistent is the only way you're going to get results. That's what I've learned. If you don't do nothing, if you sit on your bottom, inner your feelings then, nothing's going to happen, darling. It's not. This is just a reality. This is probably more of a rant now. And guys... I'm actually happy to say this. But everyone go check out my Instagram at the Real Queen Kens. It's literally how it sounds at the Real Queen Kens. Link in bio for my YouTube channel. This is gonna have like more of my vibes, more of my energy, some reaction videos, hair video like you're gonna get to know me, you get it. So make sure everyone goes subscribes to that. But I have done that on the account of realizing that you know what, darling, if you sit on your bottom and you do nothing and are you you know your feelings then nothing's happening i'll be real own things only results only come out of hard work and consistency hard work and consistency that's the only way you're gonna get results and that might sound really harsh and blunt but i would rather just share this with you like now before anybody thinks oh my gosh like she's inspiring and i inspire anybody to like Everyone's going to have their own journey, so everyone's going to learn their own lessons, like, along their journey, obviously. But, like, I would rather, like, tell you what I wish I would have known beforehand, 
before this year start. You get it? So we can just kick start 2020 off, 2021 off. Bonfire upon 2020. No, I'm joking. <laughs> um, yeah, with like with a bang, you get it? With a bang. But um, yeah, like everyone be grateful for something. That's what I'm saying this year. Be grateful for something. Because there's been people out here that's lost family members. There's been people out here that are homeless. There have been people out here that have just been peak. It's been very peak. And there's always something to be grateful for. That's another lesson of 2020. Another lesson is... Hmm, let me think. Let me think, let me think, let me think. I said consistency. I said time waits for nobody. People change. Don't afraid to be... Don't be afraid to speak up um and what else like understand yeah at the beginning you might not get everything you want you might not you might not but in the long run when you put in them hours sis you put them hours in editing you put them hours in posting you put them hours in making products in finding your niche doing ads you put I don't even even I don't even know what it is. Your dance, your singing, whatever it is, your music, whatever you put them hours in, you're like raw. There's not much coming from this right now, but the bread, the paper, the everything you've wanted comes after sometimes. But you have to put sacrifices and like put the gr- like work in, because sometimes the paper and all the success and all that comes later. I'll be real, I'll be real. That's something I've learned too. And that's, I think, that's one of my biggest lessons of just being in business for about a couple, yeah, about two years now, properly with my I Am Queen business, my clothing brand and merch. And I'm just going to inform everybody now of this while they're listening to me. See me, my new Instagram is at the Real Queen Kens um, on Instagram. Uh, my current page, my business page at I Am Queen dot official. I'll repeat that at I Am Queen dot official has been currently disabled um by instagram um randomly so we're in the process of retrieving it um so yeah we will be back shortly so guys without me ranting on for like way 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 too long i'm wishing everybody a happy new year's man let make it be lit make it be what you want start the business that you never said you was you said you was gonna do yesterday just do it just have fun just live your life if you're young just live your life like i said again i've got a lot of energy right now but i'm just happy and i'm just happy to see people succeed i love people i just love what i do and i'm just happy and i just want Everyone to have success, man, like, more than anybody would ever know. So, have an amazing, amazing, amazing New Year, man. Make it everything that you want it to be, by any means necessary. Because why not? Understand you're a queen. Understand you're an empress. Understand you're beautiful. Understand you're unique. You are what? Understand you are unique. That was a bit of a tongue twister. But, without further ado, guys, that was your girl, Queen Ken's here with a little recap of 2020 as a whole what it's been like for me some of my opinions thoughts successes achievements failures all of that yeah um and yeah man i will catch you guys on the next episode have an amazing new year until you catch me on the next episode and i will catch you guys on the next one peace